The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. The problem is sometimes we think we're superhuman and we can do more. Other times we feel subhuman. We feel worse than people. And the truth is we're simply human. We're just human. I'm not worse than anybody else, but I can't go longer than anyone else either. I need rest just as much as everyone else, and I need it because God said I did. Pastor Robert Morris reveals the scriptural importance of rest in our increasingly busy lives, next on Life Today. our Pastor Robert Morris for this. Yeah, time. and y'all are trying to help me. Now, let's just go ahead and cut We're to the chase. We're all trying to help one another. Well, that's true, but they, they're <laughs> focusing a little bit on me. I'm, I'm a needy-looking person. <laughs> you know you know what's amazing? We bring all these incredible counselors and psychiatrists and great preachers and great writers and authors, and they don't look at me just like I'm the host interviewing them. They look at me like we're trying so hard to help you. <laughs> well, listen to me. You know what they are. You know what I think, Betty? I think that our viewers... I want to believe that they have an appreciation for what God's called us to do and the fact that we seem to like mm -hmm. each other. And that's not a front. We really no. do. We're actually crazy about each other. We love each other and we actually like each other. So that's <laughs> amazing. But, but see, I think you really pray for us. I really do. I think if, if, if we were hurt very badly and when we, when we lost our daughter, don't you ever wonder that we know you cared. Mm -hmm. Did you want to mend our broken heart? You better believe it. So when you see our guests, and like Robert Morris, our pastor's here, and we're talking about your body, my body, his temple, and we realize, and Robert said in the program yesterday, he didn't like his body. And this became a big factor in him knowing how damaging that is because God created the body. That's what God said to him. I made you. Fearfully and wonderfully you've been made and made you for purpose. And, and you've got to have a change. And he realized that he needed to give this body back to God and let it become his temple. And the body needed to become healthy. This series, Healing for Your Body, His Temple, six messages, five of them are from Robert. The last one is for me pulling everything together and wrapping everything up just to show you how it all fits. And I think you're going to really appreciate that. And Robert is so gifted to preach and, and as a pastor. And then we have the scriptures with it, the words of healing. These are the scriptures that when you read, the word comes alive in you with healing power because it's truth that transforms and it heals. Dr. Colbert, not only is this doctor a great communicator, he's a great doctor, but he's a doctor who understands that medicine is more than drugs and pharmaceuticals and prescriptions that God has given us those things which build our health. What an awesome communicator and what an awesome writer and book to show you that you can let food be your healing, your medicine. Well, Robert Morris is here and he's gonna to talk to you about something that's so important and I don't know anybody can make it any clearer and Betty knows, because she's already said, Robert, help me with James. Listen, he's gonna talk about 
a day of rest, a Sabbath rest. Would you welcome Robert Morris, pastor of Gateway Church, to life today. Robert, we're going we're to talk about, about rest. Now, I, I got to start with this because you know you traveled with me. Mm. I preached too much, didn't I? Oh, way too much. I was preaching five to seven times a day a lot. Mm -hmm. And you began to take some of those for me to take a, a load off. But what was happening, even before I had enough sense to ask you to help me, I had burned out. And I reached a point that I was total, let's say, totally vulnerable to the assault of the enemy. And I was defeated in my mind, my attitude, my actions. My spirit was not anything like Holy Spirit. I didn't have an essence of patience with anything. Irritable and, and Betty, sick mm -hmm. and vulnerable to the enemy, right? Yeah. And I cried out to God and he delivered me. And one of the first things he revealed to me was that my schedule, mm -hmm. I was preaching the word, but I wasn't in the word and the word wasn't in me. It was just in my hand, but it wasn't being bound up in my heart. I was getting sermons, but I wasn't getting life. And I was, I would you say I don't exaggerate when I said I experienced what you might call total burnout? Complete burnout. Yeah. And it nearly destroyed my life. Yes. Ministry and everything. So. Yep. All right. Yep. I got delivered there. And it was, it was miraculous. And even the m m miraculous part of it was it, my appetites changed. My whole attitude changed. It was, it was a miracle. It was the power of the word. It's the very thing that we're saying to people over here. When you get the body as temple and you look at what God says that you're sharing, but then you get into the word and get the word in you, miracles occur. All right? Now then, you've heard me say to you and all leaders, guard your schedule. Don't let your schedule run your life or it'll ruin your life, right? Right. Okay. But some people think, and I've done a pretty good job about that, but there seems to be a Sabbath or a rest where you seemingly break free. And Betty doesn't think I know how to say no because people are hurting. They need help. They touch a lot of people. And I'm, I seem to always be available. You do. And I'm hesitant to comment on that to him or to say that because I don't want to quench God's spirit in his life on what he should do or not do yeah. when it comes to serving God, you know. Yeah. So there's a fine line you walk there yeah. because, but yet at the same time, I care about, I see what's happening. Yeah. And I care about his heart and his body and his mind. And I want that refreshment that comes from the Lord to always be available to him. Yeah. I told both my personal assistants today, that I was going to be talking to you and you were going to talk tonight about this rest. And they said, we're not sure you know what rest means. <laughs> you, we know what to break from the schedule, yeah. change the scenery, yeah. and we see the good and the refreshing that it does, yeah. but we're not sure, and Betty says, that you know what it is to rest. So do I need to hear that, Pastor? You, you do. And so are you, you ready to listen? <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm going to do my best. Okay. All right, you want to lie down on the couch and let me talk to you for a minute? Okay, so, so uh, one of the things you said was you, you, you wore yourself out. You did. I knew you then. Mm -hmm. And you, you, uh, you were vulnerable. You were. Very. The reason you were vulnerable, and a lot of times we say, I'm tired. Mm -hmm. But really, it's not that we're tired, because if you're tired, you can take a nap and feel better. It's that we're depleted. Yes. That's the problem. Mm -hmm. wow. We're depleted physically mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, because we're continually giving out. We're giving to other people. So God gave us one day a week to replenish. Here's what it actually says in Scripture. It says God rested on the seventh day 
and was refreshed. Well, that's tough for theologians to figure out. How could God, an omnipotent, all-powerful God, be refreshed? Well, you've got to go back to the original language, the Hebrew that the Old Testament was written in. That word refreshed actually means took breath, to breathe in. What had God been doing for six days? He'd been breathing out. He'd been creating. How did he create? He spoke. Mm -hmm. What happens when you speak? You breathe out. So for six days, he'd been saying, let, the breath was coming out. There be light. And he's doing this six days. He even breathed into man and woman on the seventh, on the sixth day, they became living souls. On the seventh day, God took a breath. Did he breathe in life, you might say? Yeah, he did. I mean, that would be, in essence, for us. And this is God. <laughs> this is God. So here's the, the, the big problem is, if you really want to get down to it, is we think we're, we're more powerful than God. Yeah, better than God. Stronger yeah. than God. Yeah, I can go seven days, and God, you only went six. Well, we can't. And we're actually killing ourselves. And by we, doing I don't that. think it's deliberate. I think we've really been craftily that's deceived correct. into it. Because when I think of the importance of helping somebody that's desperate, I don't want to cut off a hurting person. So it's sort of justifiable. Well, it's just, it's, I can find such an easy reason to not. Yeah, well, and there, there's also, even to give you a little slack on this. Um, oh, thank we're, you. Okay, so <laughs> we're believers and we, we're Christians, we help people. So sometimes you're just helping someone. Right. But there are also things you do for your work, your job. And the word Sabbath comes from two Hebrew words. Uh, the main word means labor, but the other word is cease, stop. So what do you do as labor? What do you do for work? You need to stop it one day a week. And one of the reasons is not just your body, your mind. Because if you let your mind rest, then you can be more creative. You, you, you can your think. mind actually comes alive when you rest. That's correct. But now I'm hearing about the ox in the ditch. Yeah. Okay. On the Sabbath. Okay. So I feel like I hear all these people crying out like ox in the ditch. I got to get them out. All right. So let's talk about that. Okay. Let's help. So Jesus said. Let me get over here, baby. He does baby, say, yeah. she'll be wanting you to get on me. <laughs> he does say, if your ox falls in the ditch, just pull it out. But if your ox falls in the ditch every week, you're a bad manager. <laughs> Get somebody to help you with your ox, you know? And that's why your two assistants said, we're not sure you know how to do this. Yeah. So what would be wrong? You actually, a while back, took a sabbatical. And you said to me and you said to some friends, I'm going to take a sabbatical. Betty and I are going to take some time off. I need to be refreshed. All right. And so we that's all, all of us, we, we said, let's not call James. Let's let him refresh. Well, what if you said, Monday's my sabbatical or Sunday's my Sabbath. This is my day of rest. Mm -hmm. And if you just said to me as a friend, I just need to rest that day, I wouldn't call you. I wouldn't text you. I believe you. Uh, yeah, I, now, I might call about the Cowboys and say, please pray the Cowboys are down, you know, and <laughs> you'd be watching them too, I know. But that's fun stuff. That's not work. Yeah. So we need to stop from work. Here, the number one question people ask me is, what do you do on your Sabbath? And I say, that's the wrong question. The question is what, not what do I do. The question is what do I not do? Mm-hmm. See, for work, I prepare messages. So I don't prepare messages one day a week. For work, I write books. I don't write books one day a week. For work, sometimes I have to answer emails dealing with staff or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't do that one day a week. So one day a week, I'm going to rest. And one of the big things about this is, this is a gift from God. 
God didn't do this to make us uh, feel bad or to punish us. He gave it to us as a gift, and yet we're not using this gift that could so help us and so change our lives. Well, I know, and I've heard him say this many, many times, and I know what he means by it because he, he always, if somebody needs help, he's ready to be there for them. But he'll, every conversation I hear him tell with anybody, secretary, anybody, I'm always available. I'm always available. Okay, yeah. here's the problem. <laughs> Only God should always be available. <laughs> and what the problem is, and I'm going to tell you straight out like my guy helping me tells me, you're not God. Mm-hmm. I, I, mean, I have God no problem understanding that, okay? <laughs> okay. God, but there's God something inside of me available. that just makes me want to help people yeah, when sure. I know yeah, they need help. But, I just can't overlook But you them. can get to the end of your rope just like no, any I, other I agree human. With you. Mm-hmm. you know, the, the problem is sometimes we think we're superhuman and we can do more. Other times we feel subhuman. We feel worse than people. And the truth is we're simply human. Mm-hmm. We're just human. I'm not worse than anybody else, but I can't go longer than anyone else either. I need rest just as much as everyone else, and I need it because God said I did. You know, this is uh, in the top ten. This is in God's top ten. Now, we One of the commandments. The, the ten commandments. And we don't keep the ten commandments to be saved. We're saved by grace. But if you think about it, we think we should keep nine of the ten. We really do. We, we think we should not have any gods before him. We should not have idols. We should not take his name in vain. We all believe that as believers, as Christians. Yeah, so then almost get number four. We should honor our mother and father. We shouldn't steal. We shouldn't lie. We shouldn't commit adultery. We shouldn't murder. And we shouldn't covet. Right. We believe that, right? Sure. Why would we believe then that we shouldn't rest one day a week? See, I think the enemy tricks us. I think he does. And especially I think those of us who are in ministry, he tricks us into thinking, well, ministry is ministry. So, you know, that wouldn't count as being away from it. Well, and I, and I think if we can remember, each one of us, we're part of the body of Christ. That's right. We're not the and, whole body and, of Christ. And, and if we have our day of rest, God's got people that can fill in, That's so right. to speak. You That's know. exactly He's got right. plenty capable Parts. That's exactly right. Can I tell them to call you? <laughs> not, <laughs> not, not on my Sabbath. <laughs> Any other day. <laughs> but I think we allow the enemy sometimes to put that pressure on us, saying, yep. if you don't do it, who's going to do it? You well, we, I've heard you say, James, said if the enemy can't stop you, he'll get behind you and push you. Right. So he'll just try to get you to burn out. And we're not going to help anyone if we burn out. If he can't get you to do wrong, he'll get you to do right wrong. And that's what he does too often. I, uh, you may may or may not have caught it when I said it that I was uh, preaching the word, uh, but I wasn't going to the word. I was carrying it in my hand, but it wasn't carrying me because I wasn't hiding in my heart. I was just getting a message for you, and and these are words of life. I mean, it is food. It is nourishment. It is enriching. It's better than fine gold. It's better than anything. And uh, Robert, we know that to be so. Yeah. But I think I think this is one of the things Betty's concerned about. It's one of the things that my assistants are concerned about. We know that I'll break out of the the routine. I'll kind of get away from the cries of humanity and just hear the solitude or quiet of nature. But I'm still accessible. And the things that access me are normally heart rending. They're normally weighty. And there's no way that you can see that as less important than an ox. Yeah. So, so okay, let's just take the average person watching. They don't have ministry. They don't go through the things you and I are going through. They have a routine. 
how do we say to a person, because they can't like, some people say, I'm on sabbatical. They'll go out of town for a week, shut everything down for a week. And they say, I couldn't do that. We'd, we'd, I'd lose my job. Mm -hmm. How do we take and tell the average person, and they're hopefully going to listen to the messages, the whole package of truth on the CDs. How do we tell the average homemaker, the average worker, to take that risk? Well, uh, the great thing is we just tell them. What I found is I'm telling people and showing them, it's almost like saying, hey, here's a gift if you'd like to unwrap it. And everyone says, yeah, I'd love to. And when you tell them, you get a day off. Uh, I haven't had many people push back. <laughs> They're like, it's okay. You mean to take a day off? It's okay. I'm telling you, it's not only okay, it's something God wants you to do. It's so important that God made it one of the commandments. He wants you to rest. Now, one of the things that happened to me, I, I seem to always get in a crisis and then I figure it out, you know? Mm -hmm. So um, I had literally gone overseas for the two of you and gone to some places where you're feeding people, looked into the camera and said, look, this is real, this is happening. This is one of the most effective missions organizations I've ever seen, but it, it drains you. You know, it's tough, difficult to see these babies. You've seen them starving, you know, it's just horrible. Rends your heart. Came back, I was very depleted, but I'd had about two or three months of just going, going, going. And I got back from that mission trip, and this is horrible to tell you what I'm gonna tell you, <laughs> but I went to get dressed, and I opened my underwear drawer, and I had one pair of underwear. And I stood there thinking, what am I gonna wear tomorrow? <laughs> and my mind was so tired, I couldn't figure out. I couldn't think, I'll wash. <laughs> I'll go to Walmart and get 12 for a dollar. You know, I couldn't think about that. And, so I, and, and I remember thinking, preachers should wear underwear. I should wear, I, I need to get underwear. So I just, and so I got my underwear out, then I opened my sock drawer and I had no socks. And I started crying, <laughs> literally crying. And I went to lunch with Tom Lane that day from our staff. I said, Tom, I'm losing my mind. I started crying over socks. He said, you're not losing your mind. You're, you're tired, mm -hmm. you're exhausted. And that's when I started studying about it and asking the Lord, and the Lord said to me, you're gonna have to be diligent to take a day off because you're gonna wear yourself out if you don't do it. Like you said, take a deep breath, take a breath. And I've even heard that they'll say, take, sit, be still and take five deep breaths and just wreck because it gets the toxins out of your system. It's well, true. that would make it important enough, it's you true. know, just to stop long enough, just like God did on the seventh. You know, I, I, I've um, had some trouble with my back and a lot of people have experienced that and that's part of our, we talk about, you know, your body and all. And the person that helped me was, you put that little ball back there on the muscle, but this is what she said to me. She said, then breathe for about three minutes because while you're breathing, that breath causes that muscle to loosen up. It's amazing what happens. And we even say this, we say, if I could just catch my breath, yes. just let yeah, me catch my breath for a minute. We have that saying, and well, God knew that, no, no, no. and here's what he's saying. Do it one day a week, mm -hmm. do it one day a week, slow down, breathe, be still, and know that I am God. You're not God, I'm God. I want you to pray for me that I learn to do it and, and pray for everybody watching, that they'll learn what that means to rest and breathe in. And uh, you know, you could read, just meditate on scripture, just rest your mind. But would you pray for me? Yeah. And then for all our viewers right now, would you do I that? Absolutely will. Well, Lord, in Jesus' name, I pray first of all for James. 
that taught me how to minister to other people years ago. Lord, I pray, God, that right now, even as his assistant said, and as Betty has said, and his pastor said, you do need to slow down. You need to be inaccessible sometimes. And I pray, Lord, that you will speak to him how to do this, just like every mother that's watching, every uh, worker that's watching, every person not in ministry that's watching, all that doesn't matter. I pray, Lord God, that you'll speak to all of us how to do this. And thank you, Lord, that when you speak, there's no condemnation, but there's life forevermore. In Jesus' name, amen. I don't, I don't know if you sense of the family room atmosphere, but when God led Betty and me to do the Life Today program like this, was to call the family in the family room and help them get to know the Father. And Robert is our shepherd. He's our, our pastor at Gateway Church. I'm, I'm an elder there and I'm grateful. And Robert worked with me before big changes came in both of our lives that have been remarkable. And, and we had lived a, a, what most people call a remarkable life before God did a deep work, a deep work in both of us. But, but Robert has, has, has seen truth about our body and what he just said to me, praying for me, and I know Betty, I know how strongly you were in agreement with him and everybody that knows me close wants me to, to know how to really rest and take that break and breathe in. And Robert, it's amazing how quickly I feel refreshed. Sometimes I feel refreshed so fast, I think, well, a half a day's enough. Isn't that probably kind of typical? Mm -hmm. But it God is. took a day. And so I'm really, really asking the Lord to let that soak in. Okay, boy, you got in a half a day, how about if you just stayed quiet and just rested? Well, look, get these CDs. Get these messages. It's packaged absolutely beautiful. And you can go through each one of them. There are, are six of the messages. And you go through them. And wouldn't it be wonderful if then you took a day of rest and you just let all this soak in? And you could read the Word and hear the Scriptures on healing. And we're asking you right now, you see the phone number there? You see the website there? Here's what we're asking you to do. If you watch us, and if you listen to Robert Morris, you know that blessed life is blessing lives. It's releasing God's love. And when you watch us, we ask you to experience one of the greatest blessings on this planet. And that's to look and notice someone that's overlooked. The least of these, the people that felt like nobody noticed, but God notices, but he notices through us. And then they notice that God notices when you meet their need. And so we're asking you to simply make a gift to help us keep sharing life all over the world in the most overlooked pe people's lives and overlooked places on the earth. Would you make a gift of $40 to help us love people and rescue them and share Christ with them? And then if you'd like to have the book by Dr. Colbert, Let Food Be Your Medicine. <laughs> you talk about healing. This is my, Dr. Colbert. Your blessing, and what a communicator, and what a doctor you are. How many people you've helped find healing? And you know what that means? That means all these people who say, well, I'll give the $100 to get those CDs and those books, and I'll even give $1,000 and get that beautiful Bridge of Faith painting by Thomas Kincaid, because I know it's gonna help people. Those people right now can start experiencing life by expressing life while they're growing and their body is the temple of God and they begin to let God flow through them. So it's pretty exciting, isn't it? It's extremely exciting. It's <laughs> extremely exciting. Thank you for helping me because I feel like I've been helped. Go right now, online, to the phone, make the gift God puts on your heart to help us share his love.
but ask for these incredible CDs and the books that I think will help you find healing and health. I pray with all my heart you do. Introducing Healing for Your Body, His Temple, a powerful new series that will put you on the road to supernatural health and emotional wholeness. Through six life-changing messages, Pastor Robert Morris and James Robison join hearts to reveal powerful principles of spiritual health and how it translates to your physical wellness. Their biblical insight, combined with personal experiences of spiritual and physical health, will elevate you to a new understanding of health and healing for your body, His Temple. You'll also receive Words of Healing, a promise book filled with scriptures that inspire faith for healing, body, mind, and soul. Excellent teaching on the subject of healing and divine health. Outstanding, so timely, we should pay attention to this word. Thank you, Pastor Robert. It was great, I wanna hear it again. Request Healing for Your Body, His Temple, plus Words of Healing with your gift of $40. With your gift of $100, you'll receive the CDs and Promise Book, plus Dr. Don Colbert's Let Food Be Your Medicine and Divine Health, a bonus DVD by Robert Morris. And please consider a gift of $1,000 or more, and you can receive the beautiful new framed canvas print Bridge of Faith by Thomas Kincaid, as well as the other resources. And remember, your gift today will help us demonstrate the love of God in word and deed around the world. Please call, write, or make your gift online today. You know, I'm really excited about you getting words of healing because you're going to find out that you, you really take care of the, the temple of God. But when you listen, and Betty, these are so brief. I mean, the messages are brief. You say, James, I bet if you were sending us uh, uh, six of those uh, CDs, yours would be about an hour and 15 <laughs> minutes each. Well, that might be so. But Robert can get it said so well. You know, people have so, such marvelous gifts. And I've learned to covet the gifts for the body, but I don't covet people's gifts for myself. I know that I have a gift to recognize him in others and point to him. And I want you to know he's in you. And people are going to start seeing him in you because God's going to work some great things in your life and through you. You let that body be his temple because that's what he created it for. And you're going to be blessed and you're going to be a blessing. Would you join Betty and me saying thanks to our pastor, Robert Morris. Thank you, Robert. You can watch Robert on television all over the world and visit Gateway. You can watch Gateway every week online. Gateway, come visit us sometime. We'd love to say hi to you. Regardless of your net worth, estate planning benefits you and your family before and after death and results in peace of mind. 
As a free service to our friends and partners, Life Planning Services, a ministry of Life Outreach International, can help with your estate planning needs and chart your financial future. Don't put off this important step to peace of mind through better planning. Contact Life Planning Services today. We develop most diseases by consistently making the wrong food choices. Dr. Don Colbert, tomorrow. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.